Okay. Yeah, man. So, um, so current situation, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. I mean, all the major players are down, man. What's going on with that? Uh, well, yeah, they're saying there's a server error. Um, you know, they're saying that you know, there was a thing on 60 Minutes last night, a whistleblower last night about some things Facebook got going on and Instagram. But, you know, neither here nor there. They're down today or down this morning. And here's the thing. If you put all your eggs in their basket, then you're down yeah. today, too. Your business is struggling. You know, you got all these people saying, well, you know, you make your money. You need to do Facebook ads. You know, to market your business, you need to do Facebook ads. You need to do Instagram. You know, uh, they're working for you today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how, how many leads do you generate? You know, that, but, that's it. But, you know, this is one of those common things. And then number two, you know, because a lot of folks on these misconceptions, these type of companies, they so reliable and this type of stuff. And you ain't never got to, you know, worry about this. A lot of folks woke up this morning, had some big campaigns to run that now uh, they, they start to rethink, all right, what can I do? And then even when you start to look at stuff like LinkedIn and a lot of other programs, it ain't just, you know, Facebook and, and, and you know, their whole network is down. But we, we really actually starting to see some spillover on a lot of other sites and stuff that we uh, normally operate with. Uh, and our analytics, I mean, everything is crashing on us. We can't get our data that we need. So, I mean, this is a huge problem for business owners. But back to your point, you know, we can't shut our business down just because Facebook is shut down for a few hours, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I've, I've seen it uh, last month, Microsoft servers were going down. So, you know, it, it, here's what I'm saying. If you are running your business and you're relying on another company's well-being for your business to, to grow, so your business to be in business, then you're not running your business. They're running your business, you know, and they can control how well your business does. I mean, think about this. Remember back in, back in the days when, you know, people said that they didn't need to be digital. You know, I got this brick and mortar and, um, you know, I've been oh, yeah. doing business for 20 something years. I don't need a website. I don't need to be on online. This, that, and the third. What happened two years ago, two and a half years ago with the pandemic when everybody was on lockdown? What happened? Oh, yeah. If you didn't have a digital business, you really couldn't operate. You know, and, and you know, another thing. Uh, another big thing about that, though, you know, not having that online component and not being able to, to weather storms like this or have, you know, other contingency plans uh, to go off of when my main source of marketing or my main source of advertising is down and this type of thing. You know, what do I do? And I think that's one of the biggest things that we've been talking about. Matter of fact, in the Rockstar Masterminds, the things that we've been doing is that omni-channel approach. I'm not worried about this one because I got five, six other outlets that I'm sharing my message with and getting my getting my story out to my customers that I can help. Exactly. Just like in finance, they say you should have multiple streams of income. I mean, you should have multiple oh, yeah. streams of marketing. You, you just I can't like rely that. on you gotta do that. multiple streams yeah. of marketing. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother <laughs> all together. Exactly. Hey, hey, let's put it on, man. I mean, you know, let's just put it on. They, in this Rockstar Mastermind that we got coming up, we're going to talk, talk about how to brand. We're going to talk about how to market with social. Um, and that's just one aspect. Social is just one aspect. Yeah. There's so many other ways you can be out there getting your business in front of people. But, you know, but but you know, on, on the other hand, though, 
it, it nowadays it's almost that setup process. You know how when you first start your business, you got to go get your business license. You need to get your EIN. You know, you got to get your bank accounts. But you know, when you start setting up that marketing, now you got to really start thinking. All right, what's my channels? You know, what's going to be my platform? So you got to be setting up them socials. You got to make sure you got that website. You got to make sure you got that email and that text marketing and everything else uh, in this day and age. Yeah, yeah, and 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 like you said, when you do it when you first start it up. You set it up and you control your audience. That's another thing that, that that a lot of businesses don't do. Like, for instance, I was on Clubhouse today and they were like, everybody log in and download all your contacts. The servers are down. You're not downloading anything. Your contacts are gone until they come back up. And then what happens when something like Remember when LinkedIn started no, locking down when you couldn't download your contacts? That that is the scariest thing though. Think about it for a business. Uh, if you had been tracking your data, if you had been downloading these reports, and then you had been really, really, you know, getting this information out of these different systems like Instagram and Facebook, and you've been generating all these leads, spending all these ads, and now they're down. And it's like, okay, I can't connect to no data. I don't know what's going on. I'm seeing big bills go to my bank account. What 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 do I do? It's a lot of folks like I, I got some calls this morning, some folks panicking about, hey, we just got a bill from Facebook. We can't even look and, and verify what it's for, you know? Yep, yep, yep. And think about think about the flip side. So Facebook's down, but you've got your contacts and your email list. You send out an email letting everybody know, hey, Facebook might be down, but you can still do business with us in this way. Or you oh, yeah. send out a text message to everybody. Hey, just wanted to let you know, Facebook's down, but we still are up and in business. You can shop with us here. You know, you can do that if you had your own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do that if you control your your um your audience, you control your leads. But if you rely solely on those platforms and you figure, well, I was gonna send out a post or I was gonna send out an ad, you know, or I was gonna send out a DM, you're done. N not today. Oh, yeah. You're done today. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Now, will they be up tomorrow? Who knows? No. <laughs> you yeah, know. And, and that's, matter of fact, I'm actually getting some uh, uh, some text questions coming in right now. Someone is mm -hmm. saying uh, for people that are advertising uh, that might be losing leads, is Facebook responsible? Is Instagram responsible uh, if they do lose any uh, potential business today? That that's. No. That's a hard one. Uh, uh, no, I don't think they're responsible. No, we're not lawyers, but uh, they're not responsible if their servers go down, if their product is is, is not uh, necessarily up to par. Uh, but I bet it, it is definitely making some folks suffer today, especially with it being this close. Well, we had October. You got Black Friday coming Black up. Black Friday. Then the yep. next up uh, after Black Friday is Christmas. And every retailer I know is already ramping up, running ads and everything else. Uh, to start getting those Black Friday deals. I'm saying, hell, Black Friday starting to turn into White Thursday and, and, and Purple Wednesday and Tuesday. Everybody's <laughs> you right. To, you know, line up and get in there so quick. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And here, here's the thing. Even if they are liable, like you say, we're not attorneys, they're not going to be just easy for you to get your reimbursement. You're going to jump oh, no. through some hoops. You're going to have to end oh, up no. getting some attorneys involved. Next thing you know, it's going to be long, drawn out for months. 
it's not going to be all sorry about that. Let us all give you all this money, you know, that we potentially could have lost. You know, that's going to be a hard one to get. It's going to be hard to get it. And trust me, they've got a lot of clauses in there that uh, protect them from that. So, but you know, there there is a great opportunity in this for a lot of folks this morning. Like uh, a lot of folks should have been, and especially you agency owners, but you know, everybody. Uh, you know, this is a great opportunity to email your whole database and say, hey, you know, we see Facebook is down. Uh, we see Instagram is down. Don't worry. We're still here to support you, like you just said. And we got these yeah. great deals going on right now. So please don't miss out, you know? Yeah. And the great thing about that is your competitors can't hit your audience because they can't hit them on social right now. There you so go. it's just yeah. you right now. Yeah, it's but just you. Know, but but really, it, it, it's starting to, like, days like this, it kind of feels like the old school days. And I know a lot of folks don't even know what that means no more because everybody was just born with social media and this type of stuff. But, you know, you remember the old school days of marketing before we had social media and all these other platforms to grab attention on. You know, we were, we were sending out emails. Uh, we was, uh, what, just uh, picking up the phone and cold calling folks and just yeah. all kind of stuff, yeah. man. That's but true. it's amazing people don't use this stuff anymore like that. Like, you know, cold calling actually still works. Like, really. It, it seriously still works. It is very effective. A lot of times more effective than a lot of them posts that y'all putting on social media. Just picking on the phone yeah. and say, hey, you might need my service. Can I talk to you for a second? That, that That's a great point. It is. It does still work. Um, you know, it's it's something uh, that even now we try to automate, of course, with those auto dollars that everybody hates. But, but it does work. It's just about putting oh, yeah. together a good plan, man. Putting together a good strategy and uh, having everything laid out. But but I, I think it's, it, it almost harks back to everything that we say in these masterminds. It's knowing your business, knowing your business model, knowing how you get your customers. Because I bet it's some oil change folks that ain't hurting this morning. It's some, yeah. uh, it's some fast food folks that ain't hurting this morning, you know? So they ain't relying on Facebook and these other type of places to get their business. I know some folks that send somebody out down the street with a sign to get the flip and say, come on in here, get the oil change. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And and you know, there there there's some people that have built relationships too that are still getting referral business that has nothing to do with social, nothing to do with ads, nothing to do with a digital presence. They just have built great relationships that are sending them business on a consistent basis, you know, and that, oh, that yeah. that's, that takes time, but it's also takes, you know, intentional strategy. It's not just everybody just heard of, you know, of you and think you're the best. You strategically have partners out there that send you business and that's important, but that that's all about planning it. You know, you gotta be very intentional with that. Oh yeah. But but see that's that's the reason why I strategy like I know Grant Cardone likes the, the, the 10x everything uh, type mm -hmm. model, but we're not about 10x and everything. We want to find out what's working. Let's 10x that. Let's look at what's the what's the customer pipeline right now. How are they coming to you yeah. now? How are they finding you now? And how are they yeah. buying from you now? And how can we 10x that versus hey let's just do everything that we do 10 times and just exhaust the hell out of ourselves and burn yeah, out. You by know. <laughs> You know, you know, that's his brand. That's a branding thing. That's just 10x more is, is, is a brand that it is really a, a, a concept. I like that. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, that 10x 
sounds great. I mean, that was a great, great, great slogan. So, yeah, yeah. No, great. But yeah, even, I, even, I with, like Cardone, but, yeah, uh, even with Grant right, right now. Huh? Yeah, yeah, even with him right now, they've, they've switched their model at the moment. Oh, because yeah. they do a lot of Facebook ads. But I'm sure what he's doing, he's taking the money he would have been putting into Facebook right now and Instagram right now. And he's repositioning it into one of his other channels. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, got, that, uh, he's got that reality show. He's got the reality show that he's going around showing folks that hey, you can build business with no money uh, right now. And I think that's being pretty successful for him. And it, and it really lands to the point. Stop listening to everybody because you know you know how every uh, so often somebody come out. And well, you know, TV dying and print dying and radio dying and everything always damn dying. But folks keep keep on using, they keep on working. So stop yeah. listening to everybody that don't know nothing about your business. <laughs> exactly, because that, that's all that matters. What works for you, you know? What, what 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 you know? It's so funny. You look at some people and you're like, that can never work. But 20 years later, they still there, and you're like. But that can work. Well, it's been working for 20 years, so obviously it's working. Whatever they're doing, it's working. So figure out what works for you because you can listen to all these other trends. But like they said in the in, in the gold rush of 49, it was the ones that sold the picks and the shovels that made all the money. You know, so you can listen to everybody else tell you all these techniques of how you can make all this money, how your business can grow. But it's the ones selling the courses and the mentorships is making all the money. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to be oh, yeah. honest. If you don't know your business, there's no silver bullets. You need to know your business and know your audience, and that's the that's the real secret to your success. Now, now, one thing uh, we are moving into the fourth quarter of the year. You know, mm -hmm. uh, now it's it, it's crunch time for a lot of folks. Some folks is enjoying, you know, what they've done, you know, at the beginning of the year and this type of stuff. Some folks trying to hold it together. Some folks trying to move, you know, to the next side. Uh, what what what's one of the biggest things, or uh, what one of the things that uh, right now, as you start moving to this fourth quarter, what's that main thing that you need to be thinking about? Uh, you know, right now in October, uh, as we start into another one of these crazy years, is starting to come to a close. I would say two things. One, now is the best time to get your pipeline for next year, because everybody's oh, yeah. looking to buy. And everybody's looking for sales and everybody's looking for freebies and everybody's looking for something. So now's the best time to fill up your mailing list, your 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 prospect list, your 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 pipeline. Now's the time to do that and prepare for next year. And then also, you know, you'll make a little money in the process because people right now are spending. And it depends on your your business and your business model of what that looks like. You know, are you are you dealing business consumer? Where they're trying to buy a product, you know, are you business to business? Are you business to corporate business to where they have use yeah. and lose money? It's the end of the year. They're trying to offload. You know, it just depends on your business model. Like I said, this isn't about selling you the pick or the shovel. So, you know, your business model will dictate what you should do next. But I would say in any business, now is a great time to start basically filling your pipeline getting all the people that are looking for the, the offloading of their end of the year money, whether that's consumer oh, or yeah. business, get their information so you can market to them next year.
It'll make next year a lot easier. And then the second thing is now's the time to start reflecting and remodifying. So what I mean by that is you've got the next three months to end your year off. Start looking at your first three quarters of what worked, what didn't work. Start using that time to document. You're going to have a little bit of downtime over the holidays. Start doing some uh, brainstorming with your team, brainstorming with your coaches and consultants, your agencies, and start saying, this year this worked. Next year this is what we're going to do to modify. I would say that's my two two biggest tips for these next three months. No, I, I definitely get you because this time of year, I tell folks, now you need to be reevaluating. First of all, is this business worth taking into the next year? Uh, did we do so well? Yeah. <laughs> uh, was this really a business the whole time in the first place? Because a lot of folks start to reevaluate and find out, hey, entrepreneurship might not be for me or uh, this business might not be the right one. And all of us, you know, going to fail our way to success either way. Uh, and then the other thing, like you say, it's time to really start thinking about, all right, this year is done, bro. Unless you're in retail sales, for the most part, your soup all over with. Because everybody now, we're fixing to look at retail. We're fixing to look at restaurants. Uh, and yeah. then outside of that, I mean, most of us in this professional world, we already know December when you're working. It's all planning at that point. Yeah, and, so, and even with retail, retail, if you haven't started, and, and this is this is a hard conversation sometimes when I deal with retailers. If you haven't started your Black Friday promotions in July, it's oh, too late. You, you, you it's too late. You know, you don't start it now in October. You don't start it in October for November. And then it's lit. Yeah, you should have already had your ads created. You yep. should have already had your campaign created. You should have already had all of your imaging created. All that stuff should have been already created and pretty much put on autopilot. And now these, and these months, they're just running. And now you're doing modification and engagement with people that are engaging with what you already put out. But if you're trying to build it right now, you, you're already behind the game. And then let me tell you another thing. You're going to pay twice as much for it at this point. Cause they're not yeah. ready to bid it up. Like you got retailers that was in, like you say, was in way back in the summertime. So they already getting the best rates and this type of thing. So now you got to come in and bid on top of them, and you're gonna have to outbid folks that's done been in here. So yep. And then one of the biggest things, you know, social media now they start they've seen their value. We've seen this thing triple and double over the past yeah. what three four years alone since they started the whole advertising platform. You've seen it. At first, it came up. It started to end up a little bit. Now you're seeing a double, and now you're starting to see uh, ad rates almost comparable with, with with TV. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then these small budgets too. That's another thing that, that we can't tell folks enough. Hundred dollars ain't gonna get it no more. Twenty dollars ain't gonna get it no more. Five dollars ain't doing nothing. I mean, really, this whole booster post five dollars here, ten dollars there. If you don't have a consistent about five to a thousand dollars to put out here every single month consistently over yeah. at least 90 days then don't waste your time because uh all you're gonna do is uh help donate to facebook because you ain't gonna get nothing back hey think like, about this, though. At this point. just to just to, to piggyback on what you say you know how they give you those coupons for 100 150 dollar coupons facebook does it google does it why do they give you 100 or 200 Dollars, hundred fifty. They know 
they know it's not yeah, going to do anything. Yeah, that's the reason they give it to you. They're like, we'll give you a hundred dollars because we know that's going to just blow. You know, to be honest, from what I've seen, if you're not spending a thousand dollars, you're giving away money. If you yep. really want to make an impact, you got to spend at least five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars, anything under five thousand dollars, I really haven't seen any big impact. Now you might break even, you might almost break even, but like for those that are talking about, I've been making, you know. Big success. The ones you see flashing the money and flashing the they're spending five thousand dollars or more a month. They're not spending a couple thousand dollars. They're spending about five thousand or more a month to make the kind of income. It's like 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 you know, Kev, you you, you're the man in sales. It's a it's a numbers game. You know, you're not getting in front of enough people. So you know, it's you so know. funny. It's so funny. You have all these little ad agencies, or I ain't gonna say little. I don't want to be disrespectful, but you know, you have all these ad agencies that pop out, and then they want to tell you, you know, uh, we we so great and we so effective and all this type of stuff, and, and we can we can make you super targeted and all our ads, you know, they always convert. But then they turn around and tell you they need about a good five thousand dollar a month budget. Well, hell, for five thousand dollars a month, I can make anything pop. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's really a lot of times, like you say. You're not putting enough money out there behind those ads and, and behind what you're doing to actually get to exposed to enough folks to really find your customer base in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and and you hear it, they tell you, but you don't really listen to what they're saying when a lot of these agencies say, well, we work with X millions of dollars in ad budget. Well, what does that mean? And I don't want to blow agencies out. I love agencies. We've all worked in agencies, but that means you had a client that was willing to pay that money. That wasn't your money. That was your client's money. Exactly. And the success was your exactly. client's success. And if your client spends enough money, think about it. If I was to go out and talk to 50 million people, I can get some people to say, yes, I don't care if I'm selling eight. Easily. You know what I'm saying? I can be selling eight. It's a numbers game. You know, if you're spending enough money, you can get people to to, to uh, make a return. But the thing is, people say, oh, they I don't know how, why they equate. They work with X amount of budget with revenue. <laughs> they didn't say they made that amount of money. They say they had ad budgets of that amount of ad budgets. That just means their client was big enough to spend that kind of money. Didn't mean exactly. that they took them. See, this is the funny thing. Uh, they think that this person took this person from nothing, built them up to that amount of money to spend an ad budget. To make, no, they found a client that no, already had that amount of money. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I remember when I was with like you know companies like Saks, Fifth Ave, and E Trade, and all the had big budgets. They had big budgets. I but mean, you know, they, but you know, this day and age, mm -hmm. there are so many different options now for advertising, for exposure, and, and and once again, we we can't say this enough. It really, really just gets back to the point of knowing your customer and knowing yeah. knowing them well enough to know. I know where they are. I know what they listen to. I know what they watch on TV. So no matter how I want to get this message to them, I can always find them because you know yeah. Comcast now has these same uh, these these regional commercial packages. 
same type of targeting that you can get with Facebook and Google, um, uh, iHeartRadio now, Hulu, you know, and yeah. this gives you that ability to, to have that, you know, I'm marketing on TV type look when you start dealing with, uh, you know, uh, channels like uh, Hulu and things like that, because now you can still have that, you know, big time exposure around those premiere shows that you normally would pay so much for going to a traditional Comcast or or someone like that to put it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, if you, you know, you were saying, you know, your audience, you know where they go. You get in front of them. Now you can do business with them. No matter I mean, what you use. Yeah, it's that simple. It really is that simple. Uh, what's what's the saying? Is it is is that it's easy but not simple, or simple but not easy? But either way you go, it's that simple. But you know, I'm not saying it's like a one, two, three magic. But that's the formula. No, it's like I tell folks all the time when they come in and they, they want to sit down and we start coaching. Look, I'm not trying to teach you how to be a marketing professional. That's my job. I just need you to know how to market your business. I need you to know how to talk about your business, not how to talk about every last one of them and, and, and be a wordsmith and sales expert and all this other type of stuff. But I need to know how to sell your products. So the more that you become an expert at you and what you are doing, all this other type of stuff becomes kind of irrelevant because, yeah. yeah, Facebook might be down today. But guess what? I don't get my customers Facebook anyway. So uh, I already know Facebook can be down, Instagram can be down, and all the rest of y'all can go down as much as y'all want to. But over here, uh, we still going to be making money. So <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I said, it, it hadn't affected, affected us at all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, really, it's like, okay, couple here, couple there. But at the end of the day, uh -huh. it's like, oh, well, you know, they, they'll probably be back up. But if they do never come back up again, we still good. <laughs> yeah. But it, it and I think that's really why the, the, the whole Rockstar thing is resonating with so many people is because they tired of the BS. They tired of folks yeah. telling them, look, you got to do this, this, and this to be successful. And then they go do this, this, and this, and they still failing. You know what I'm saying? And then they come to somebody like us and we say, Well, hold on. Instead of doing uh sixty videos a day and pushing this across every platform that you got and worry about what you're gonna post every five seconds. Uh, and all this other type of stuff. What is your business? What do you do? How do you get customers now? How did they find out about you in first place? Okay. You know, Kev, that's the thing that always is funny to me. Because you ask that question, and it's sort of like you've asked, like, what's the meaning of life? You're like, so what's your business? Who's your audience? And how do you currently get customers? And it's like, uh, uh, you know. It's like you should know that. I mean, that's really it. If you can replicate how you're already getting business, you don't need to do all these shiny new toys. Now, can these shiny toys help? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But these but, shiny toys are not here to replace. They are here to aid. They are here to increase, not to replace your main source of what you're doing. If you've been walking yeah. by, by the newspaper, your entire life and it's been keeping your business full you mean tell me just because some fool told you about facebook you're gonna stop messing with the newspaper now you're just gonna put everything on facebook and just wait for it to work come on now let's put it like this it's all about getting to a destination right okay <laughs> so you're at home you need to get to work right <laughs> so work is in walking distance okay <laughs> cool so you can walk to work that's cool 
But then you're like, well, I don't want to walk to work. I want a car. So you get a car. Okay. You're still getting from point A to point B. But then you're like, well, there's Uber and Lyft. That's the new hype. I'll take an Uber and Lyft. I'll pay them to drive me to work. But you're still getting from point A to point B. Now, what's the difference? The difference is you got a car. Now you got a car note. You got Uber and Lyft. Now you got to pay that fee. But if you walk, you're still getting from point A to point B. Same thing. You're saving money walking. Is it more convenient to have a car or take Uber and Lyft? Maybe. Yeah. But at the same sense, at the end of the day, you're still getting from point A to point B. So if you know how to get to point A to point B, replicate that. Replicate that until you can't replicate anymore. And then you can trial the things. And if other things work and make your life easier, your business more successful and profitable, then add that to the mix. Now, right before we close this out, um, we got one more question. Uh, and uh, it's coming from yeah. uh, Ms. Kimberly Gates. Uh, and she is asking, uh, can we please explain ROI when it comes to advertising? What is meant by uh, the return on investment? And this is a great question, honestly, because this is something I've been trying to get folks to see and get folks to really, really start thinking in terms of the numbers, uh, what you are spending, what a customer mm -hmm. costs, what a customer is worth, especially that lifetime value of that customer. Because a lot of folks don't think in terms of lifetime value. They just think about this mm -hmm. initial purchase. So, um, you know, to answer that question, to Kim's point, uh, when we start talking about return on investment uh, on an ad, what we're talking about is if I'm spending 100, what am I actually getting in that? Uh, but there's a lot of other things that we got to understand first before we start to actually calculate that ROI. Uh, Jeff, what, what, what's some of those things that you actually add into that uh, mix when you start to look at, all right, what's going to really be the return on investment for this for this client? Yeah. So. Some of the things I look at is not just the ad budget. So people will look at the, you know, click through rate, um, conversion rate. You know, I look at even more than that because you also have operation costs. You have employees, okay. you have software, you have, you know, different operation costs that tie into that. So okay. all of that, how much does that cost you? And then from that, how much are you getting in return? How many sales are you making? And if you take off how much expense you have, what's your profit? And that's your return on investment. But to Kevin's point, a lot of people stop there. You want a lifetime value of that customer. That customer oh, yeah. might come back to you two, three, four times a year. So now if they gave you $10 and they came back four times, then that's $40, right? So the lifetime value is more $40 than 10 so you want to look at oh go ahead no i'm sorry but no just to stop right there the, the the beautiful thing about that too a lot of times what ends up happening when you start really looking at that ltv versus what this purchase right now is going to be like with mcdonald's for instance you're selling eight dollar hamburgers or eight dollar combos so that 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 one-time purchase might not be that motivating to try to make sure that that person has a, a great experience and make sure uh, we we capture this customer. You probably be like, I don't care if they come or not. But if you really think about the lifetime value of that $8 person uh, at McDonald's, how many times in that whole 365 days uh, a year is this person going to go to McDonald's? Most no. people, 
you're gonna hit it at least a couple times a, a month. Okay. No, no, even more than that. How many times in a yeah, lifetime? I'm trying my best not to go at all. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, how many times in a lifetime oh, yeah. will that person and, come and back? And that's what I'm a lot of people go to McDonald's because as a child, they were taking to McDonald's and they never oh, yeah. broke the habit. So as an adult, they go to McDonald's. So yeah, in a lifetime, that child's kid's meal, now over the lifespan of that person, they've probably been to McDonald's a few thousand times. Ain't no telling. Over a yeah. billion, sorry. I'm just saying. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I'm yep. sure a lot of that was repeat business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I know I used to go to McDonald's every day. Used to. But but see, that's what we have to start doing as business owners. These numbers should always be in your forefront right there at the top of your head. So when we say, all right, look, this is what this person can potentially shop with me over a year's period of time. That's 365 days. So I typically make a sale with this person or they get my initial product here. Uh, they're going to need or they're going to want something else around this period of time here. But see, when you start thinking about this and you start thinking forward on this person, then now you start to think about their marketing. All right. How do I capture those other dollars in, the, in, in this transaction? Because it's not just this $10 uh, uh, razor or this $10 uh, shampoo. It's also going to be the $10 uh, shampoo when they come back and buy it again, the $10 shampoo when they buy it again. Then when I started to spread out my product line, all right, now you might not just want the, the, the regular kind. You might want the coconut shampoo and the apple shampoo. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, now I mean, let, it, it, yeah, let me give it to you like this. So when a person, and a lot of car dealers don't use this, but this is the model, really, of lifetime value. When a person buys a vehicle, that's a one-time right. purchase that they buy. But then they sell you on upgrades. So that's a little bit more. And then they sell you on services, service packages yeah. and stuff, warranties and stuff. So that's another fee. And then they know a smart dealer knows his customer gets the itch to buy another car in two years. They might yep. not buy the car in two years, but they get the itch to get something else in two years. They're going to take the two to five year range. They're going to buy something else. So within two to five years, they're going to make another car purchase. Now, here's where a lot of companies and car dealers fail. They don't nurture. They just only give out commercials during the big holidays and so forth. But they don't nurture their customers. Now, why do companies like BMW and Mercedes Benz do so, so well with the high end cars? Well, they invite you out to the events. Oh, yeah, I, I, I should show you my, my BMW and my Benz keys. But here's the thing. They invite you out to events. Yep. They then send you notifications of the new vehicles coming out, but you are invited to the actual unveiling, which is a party with a band yep. and everything and wine and cheese. And yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. And then yeah. they give you phone calls every now and again. And then they, they do all these things to make it to where when you get that itch at the two-year mm -hmm. mark, you come back out to their dealership. When you're ready oh, yeah. to go ahead and make that purchase, you come back to their dealership versus I now have the itch and I'm on Google and I see a bunch of ads. Who do I go to now? 
because now I've built a relationship and a sense of loyalty because this dealership has been taking care of me since I bought my car from that dealership. What happens in most cases, though? Most cases, you go back to that dealership, the same dealership you got your other car from, and they don't even remember your name. They're like, who? This, that, and the third. And you're trying to explain, I've done business with you before. And now I got to go through this all over again. So like for myself, when I purchased my car, when I purchased my BMW, when my wife, or, you know, ex-wife, purchased her car, I took her to the same dealership for her to get her BMW. I refer people to that same dealership. Now, what is the lifetime value? Yeah, what's the lifetime value of me as their customer? Well, I know personally I've given them four sales personally, right? So my lifetime value isn't just what I spent for my car. I literally gave them three more car uh, customers, right? And yeah, all all over the other stuff, going back to get this and that and, ooh, I want this in my car now and I want that. And I go back to them to get it. All the service, you know, my lifetime value for that car is so much more than the purchase price of that particular vehicle. But you told the magic right there. It's it's nurturing that relationship because anybody in that business of you only need me when you need me. And that goes for your lawyers. That goes for a lot of these other type of industries that I'm here when you need me type businesses. You know, you got to make sure that you're doing some extra special things and and making sure that you're really nurturing those relationships in between the times that we do need you. Or else, you know, out of sight, out of mind. If I ain't thinking about you, you know, I might go to the first uh, place or the closest one to me or whoever most convenient or the biggest brand. We've got the most, you know, uh, commercials and stuff out there. Especially especially if you're price-based. Especially if your value is your, I'm the cheapest. If you're price-based. That's a race to the bottom every time. I can't do it. Exactly. If you're price-based, then it's it's hard. It's hard to keep business. And you're always searching for new business because your only value to them is that you save them money. And really, it's not about saving them money because they didn't have the money because people spend for what they value. It's that they didn't value what you offer over the price that you were offering it because a lot of times because you led with I'm the cheapest. This mm-hmm. is a discount. Da, 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 da. They don't even know what you really offering. All they know it was cheap. And you know, Kevin, how many times we bought stuff just because it was cheap and it never got out. It never got out the, the wrapper, never got out the wrapper because it was like it's thrown in the closet somewhere. We just bought oh, yeah. it because it was cheap. You know, oh, yeah. Or you use it one time, throw it away or whatever. But yeah. cheap is cheap. Yeah. But look, this, this is why we go so in, in, in so much detail in these masterminds with all this type of stuff. So if you want to be a part of it, uh, KC the Rockstar, Jeff, Mr. Marketology himself, we really, 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 uh, we go in deep on, you know, value pricing, uh, you know, really, really how to relate the value that you have, how to tell your story in social media, uh, how to sell those products, and most importantly, how to be the rock star of your industry and make the business come to you. So if you want to take advantage of one of these masterminds, I'm telling you, uh, it, it's worth every penny. It's $500 to sit in the room with us. But I promise you, you're going to learn everything that you need to know to make 2022 uh, probably one of the best ones you never had in business. So uh, send us an email. 
to connect at Kevin C. Pride in the subject line. Uh, just put mastermind in the body of the email. Just tell us a little bit about your business and give us your name. Uh, and then we will follow up with you and get you scheduled for the next one uh, coming up right here in October, right? Yeah, yeah, coming up near the end of the month. And it's almost sold out, man. So hopefully they uh hopefully they I get in. Be selling out, man. So I yeah. just like, oh, I'm tired now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and, and and like I say, after today with Facebook doing this and Instagram, you know, those people gonna value because we we're not talking about how yeah. to do Facebook ads and how to do Instagram ads. We're talking about how to actually oh, yeah. be your own Facebook and Instagram and be your own brand. Oh, yeah. And make the business come to you. Until next time, we will be uh, back right here. Uh, we we got to get a set time for these. These I know today was just kind of uh, uh, abrupt because of uh, all the news that we got going on in our world, which is crazy. Uh, yeah. But uh, we definitely got to get a time and, and, and date that folks can check these things out, man. Definitely, man. Let's do that. All right, y'all. Till next time.